Are you ready? Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Conor McGregor made us rich. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. I said, are you Welcome to the We Like Sports Podcast once again with myself, Peyton, Keith, Riggs, and Parker Pierce. Before we get things started from a professional standpoint, I, myself, Riggs, and Parker Pierce want to come out and we want to apologize for last week's show. That's what you do as men. We admit that we screwed up, so give us another chance. And Keith, obviously you weren't here. It wasn't worth your time to watch. That's how bad the show was. We'll get on from that. I watched it, though. I wouldn't have... Remembered? No, I wouldn't have watched. Oh, it looked like an episode of AFV's like America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, it but was nothing was awful. funny. <laughs> you were. I mean. But anyways, we move on from that. We do better, and today we talk about sports and we kill the game. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. So again, anybody that watches us, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be, if you're a fan of the podcast, we appreciate you. We apologize for the extremely. other words combined in letters, um, content we provided. But from there, that's it. We're done talking about it. We'll move on from here. We'll go into the tip-off. So Tyler's going to end up getting the tip-off. The video started that it was the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets in Game 7 of the bubble playoffs. And there's a two-parter here because, first off, in this clip, if you guys pay attention, this is the very last seconds of the game in which Utah has an opportunity to win the game. See what happens. Get it to Mitchell. Ten on the shot clock. Had it packed out. They lost it. The Nuggets come up with a defensive play. Murray. They missed the layup. Gobert got it. Mitchell hanging at the other end. Two seconds to go for the win. And it rips out! Final seconds missed in a game that's 80-78. to 78. Then from there, that's not the end of the game technically because Jamal Murray, who was on the winning side of the Denver Nuggets, ended up obviously seeing an opposing competitor feel a little thing like feelings towards the heart because, I mean, that's heartbreaking. It's game seven. Sure. You were out of basketball for how long? And honestly, this gives me hope for not only from a basketball perspective, but this is more than likely going to be the future of basketball with these two. Jamal Murray running up and pretty much counseling Donovan Mitchell. So here's the clip of that. Etched across the face of Mitchell. And the respect from two guys that will be tied together for a long time. So obviously you experience heartbreak. 
Right, and what I like about that situation, I've seen this happen in pickup games in the streets where the older kids who always like to run the neighborhood, and then it's like, okay, you're that one young dude in the street. Hey, you can ball. Hey, you know how to play. You took that whooping like a man, and you will be in my situation, but it's just not your time at this moment and right now. And that's very professional, and that was awesome, man, honestly. Like, he picked him up, his fellow brother, his fellow athlete and let him know look man i've been on that receiving end of a butt whooping and you're that's going to make him a lot better because i recall tim duncan telling that to lebron james after the 2007 nba finals so i guess the question is for the tip off obviously everybody has their different opinions on that kind of situation because it's not competition necessarily after the game but do you guys like the move of an opposing player going over and like counseling his opposition. I don't, think, I don't think that was a counseling session. What I think it was is two It was people, more so like get up, like we had mutual respect yeah. for each other. Mm -hmm. He saw him do like that was a hard it's the same thing with boxers. You fight a hard round or you fight a hard match, whatever, a hard bout. At the end of it, you get both bloody as hell and, and one person stands up, one person wins, but the other it's just UFC is the same thing. When these when these players come up and they know they know what happens they know how hard it was to play a game like that and it was a close game one like it was a blowout Denver right. was down 3-1 too That's so they I came mean. back from 3-1 just crazy amount of, of emotion happens he's upset they both have massive massive respect for each other mm -hmm. so of course not a counseling hey do this it was a more of it was, it, that was a respect thing and yeah all sports need to do it all sports need to have that as a that's why baseball at the you know the, the, well when you're a kid you know wh what do you do you line up and you shake hands with the other team when it's not covid season right but that's what you do you 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 have that mutual respect as an athlete for another athlete especially if it's such a hard fought battle you're gladiators in a boxing mm -hmm. match you're gladiators in a ufc match your gladiators on the court, on the diamond, on the field, doesn't matter. And to see that type of respect is the same thing you see the in the NFL where the other players are bringing the other jerseys to get each other to sign them. Yeah. It's not because, oh, you know, this is cool. It's because, man, you know, we're playing hard-fought battles. We're playing against these people who are either equally as better, you know, equally as good as us or better. And, if and you, you can, look up to them and at you, the end of the exactly. day. Exactly. And, yes, if you saw that in sports, you, but then you need to take that to the outside world. If you had, this is why sports matter. People don't understand that sports teaches you so many lessons. And for like for schools to not have sports and stuff, it's a tragedy. It's, it's, it's a tragedy, tragedy, because it teaches you that kind of stuff. It teaches you that no matter you get best in whatever, there's always going to be another game. There's always going to be another season. There's always going to be another year, whatever. But the respect that you learn and, and get from from that kind of thing is amazing. That's and what needs to happen. That was that was that was a cute moment. It was nice to see you know that two guys from opposing teams can have mutual respect like that. But I'm sure, sorry, I'm sure. sorry. When it comes down to you being in a hard nosed, fought, toughly fought game like that in yeah. Game Seven, you win the game, you lose the game. I don't care. You're either in sorrow with your teammates or you're celebrating with your teammates. You're not going to the opposing team being like. Hey, sorry for your loss. I'm sorry if I'm the loser. I'm Donovan, Donovan Mitchell in that situation. I'm, I'm going, hey, you know, we're going to shake hands in a little bit. You don't need to come cuddle me right now. Let my teammates pick me up. They're the ones who fought with me for the last 60 minutes. I'm not trying to have you come and, you know, cuddle me like that at the end of the game. No, we're going to have our time for handshakes. We'll talk <laughs> after the game. But you have to celebrate with your teammates who you just went to war with. Sure. The first thing you think of cannot be, 
oh, I feel bad for the other team. No, you just right, won a huge right. playoff game. Go celebrate with your teammates. You'll have time to shake hands with your opponents later. Well, yeah, but I mean, on the flip side of that, though, like, was it? I mean, I get what you're saying. You did just go to war. You did. I mean, that's it. dude. But think of how much like, think of how much respect he had for for him to go up there and be like, "Look, bro, it's good." And spend a ton of time together. So, so, but they went off. So, so if it was it. anybody else besides Donovan Mitchell that took that shot and missed it, do you think he really would have gone up there and done the same thing? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I I don't know. I don't think so. But that's that, but that's my point. Like, if you're in a battle. It doesn't matter. Like you got Mike Trout on one side and Bryce Harper on the other, and the last strikeout was Trout, you know, or whatever. I, that's a bad example, but you know what I'm saying. Like you got, you know, an ace pitcher and an ace batter, you know. If so if you have your, like, uh, for example, this year Shane Bieber against Shane Mike Bieber, Trout, sure. for example, and, and it's you know, and it's over, and then you know he strikes him out. Wouldn't you want to see? Bieber go over to, to Trout and give him a hug and be like, Dude, no, I want to, I want to, I want to see Roberto, back. I want to see Roberto Perez come from behind the plate and congratulate his pitcher for pitching such a great and, game. And That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. You want right. to build a teammates? No, you have mutual respect for each other. After your te- your teammates come first all the time. It doesn't matter if your best friends playing on the other side. That's how these. Bullcrap alliances come to where you get these super teams. Hmm. Stuff like that happening I mean, is the reason the NBA is in the state it's in right now. Understood. Right, right. Understood. But, at the, but at the same, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the opposite side of it. I think there's a time to, to and I, I don't use, like the word counsel because I don't think these athletes need counselors. I think they're a bunch of, you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like, if you have, that would be like us, dude. Like, if, if okay, so let's say the We Like Sports as a team. Okay, we hit the number one podcast, and then you know the other whatever. Do we even do any other podcast? Um, do we like sports? And what would be another good one? Veterans mm. no sports. Let's yeah. say you know, and Scott was here. Got an idea? Yeah, but, but we're in the backfield. We're, but we're but we're all a team. Love, that's the thing. We're all in the same. We're all in the same studio. We're all a team. We are a team. But you still it's, fighting. But, for but if you're but if you're if you're but if you're fighting against somebody else from a whole different studio, or do you feel bad about their emotions? I wouldn't. No, no. I guess that's still, a valid point. You're still you, no, it is. So but I, game recognizes game also at the end of the day. Well, yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. you have time to shake hands after that. After but, everybody collects their thoughts. Okay, so let me ask that's you a question. The time to do if it. you have a kid, right? You have a kid, like I have too many. I have a, I have a child. <laughs> so out of my thirty-eight kids. If one of them was playing a sport, right, and let's say their brother was on the other team, all right, which could happen, happens all the yeah. time. Especially and like the Bradley Zimmer facing off against perfect Kansas City Royals pitcher. I forgot. I want to say Kyle, Kyle Zimmer. Zimmer. So now you had those two going off, right? And wouldn't you want at some point in time them to be able to – you know, it's it's a, again a hard fought battle. Wouldn't you want them to be able to congratulate each other before? Listen, your team is your team. You just won with your team. You're gonna you don't celebrate in the prove. locker room with the you team. Don't, yeah, you're gonna sit in the locker room. You don't need to prove anything to anybody. But when you see a dude that you respect on the ground, knowing, damn, I just fought my ass off, and I just lost, and, and it comes that, down to everybody 
It's not their fault. I'm the one that missed that I'll, final no, shot. No, team, like, no, no, if no, you want to talk team. about brotherhood and brothers, let's go back to the Indianapolis Colts winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Peyton Manning getting his first ever Bowl Super Bowl win. And then they, they, they pan up to the uh, nice little loge where the Manning family sure. sitting. And you see the entire family celebrating. Oh, Peyton finally won a Super Bowl. Eli's not the only one. And then what do you see? You see Eli Manning sitting there like, uh, sure. Dang. Oh, man. Now he is way better than me. Shoot. This is not what I wanted. He had a look of misery on his face. It doesn't matter if you're brothers. You're on opposing teams. Your team comes before brotherhood because that is the biggest brotherhood in sports is your teammates. I just feel bad that I actually slept on that Utah and Denver game. And I wake up going on social media and everyone was saying how such a fantastic game it was. And the one game that I didn't think was going to entertain me, Game 7 between Denver and Utah, was a game that I actually slept on, and it was fantastic. So when it comes to these playoffs, watch them, you know? Like, they can yep. use the ratings. Like, you never sure. know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, like, honestly, I can admit that I'm, I've am i been sleeping on the NBA playoffs. I haven't cared really to watch. It's still the playoffs, but I haven't really cared to watch because my team's not in it. The Cavs aren't in it. They're mm -hmm. nowhere remotely close to being in it. But I don't want to watch another team, but I respect competition. Again, like Rig said, game recognizes game. Also, also this is also a, a weird time for us, knowing that the Indians are on the verge of making sure. a playoff run. Mm -hmm. well, they're not on the While, they are. well, they are. They are. They're on the verge of winning the division. They're, we're focused on that, but also the NBA playoffs are happening at the same time. Normally, yeah. the NBA playoffs are happening, and it's, you know, April. Yeah, and it's September May, and basketball is getting played. You know, and we're not focused on the Indians being, you know, 30 and 30 with still 100 games to go. No, it's crunch time for the Tribe. It's crunch time for MLB to where you're trying to figure out what's going to happen for their playoffs sure. while the NBA playoffs. It, it, so it, it's kind of hard to keep up with everything going on in the sports world, plus the NFL starts in two weeks. Yeah, that's true. So I guess to wrap up against the whole entire tip-off, are you guys more intrigued now because this is going into the semifinals for the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference? Are you guys more intrigued than watching basketball if you weren't before? Because I know that after this, I learned my lesson in seeing two Game 7s because there's another one tonight, I want to say between the Rockets and the Oklahoma City, City Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Again, another Game 7, and it's the first round. And after, to be honest, with you, after after watching the Cavs be in the playoffs for so many years in a row, you know when we had LeBron in the first stint and LeBron in his second stint in Cleveland, and seeing the Cavs in the playoffs so frequently, that right now I'm really not interested in the playoffs until maybe it gets to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, and then then maybe I'll pay attention to it, and I probably will pay attention to the finals for sure. But right now I'm just not intrigued with basketball, knowing that we are in the heart. A baseball season. I think, but it's not the NBA's fault. It's not their fault. No, no, I know that. The other thing is, I'm kind of with them on this one. My team's not in it. Well, that, mm -hmm. and, and as much as it sucks, I, I'm a baseball. You already know I'm a baseball guy before any other sports. I could. I mean, I'll be honest. And it's not. It's nothing against the NBA. I know there's a lot of people protesting it right now and all other crap. Take politics out of it. Take COVID out of it. Let's take all the I'm politics not, out of this show for the day. I'm just not interested in it. I just I can't get into it. I want to. I want to be into it. But I mean, when the game, you know, Indians are playing at eight today, I could care yeah. less. You know, I mean, I'm gonna definitely be tuned into Sports Time Ohio. I don't care right. about. <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be so tuned into them that I just don't. I I I just don't personally care right now. And plus, getting into the Browns, I mean. 
and it's nothing against basketball, really. Because I do, I like, I, I think basketball is super fun to watch. I think it's super, especially with the energy going on now. They're in the bubble and people are playing for a purpose. Like you can tell they're playing their asses off. You're seeing seventh in the first so, round. That's so, yeah. not too so, often. I, I know it's a little too early to say anything about this, but are they gonna are they gonna try to start up at the normal time they normally do in you know October? For basketball, you know, November? Off season, they, their off season free agent period is in October. That's why there's yeah. already talks about Donovan Mitchell getting an extension with the Utah Jazz, and that can't Smart. be official until October. Gotcha. So with all contract negotiations, so are they going to cut the season down to make sure that they stay? Because I mean, it's going to probably be, honest, be December to, to until be June. With you, I, I guarantee you, the NBA's ratings are way, way down I can because it. they're not, they're playing in an awful time of the year. This is not football is about to start. MLB is getting on the verge of getting to the playoffs. We have one month left of baseball before playoff time. This is That's not the, the right thing, time. Yeah. This is not the right time for the NBA to be having their playoffs. Well, in and all fairness, though, it's not the right time for the NBA to have it if you're a Cleveland fan. That's the only thing. No, we're, I mean, but the Cleveland I, the, Golden State's probably in the same route, though. I mean, they have how right. many California teams in baseball? That's football, you have how many California teams? It's all over the country. It, I mean, either, either, way, either way, even if you are <laughs> even if you are, you know, a Houston Rockets fan, it doesn't matter. You're focused on what's going on you're with the Astros, Astros right now. Yeah. I mean, baseball's back. That's Baseball, low-key, baseball people pay attention to on TV. They don't show up as much to the, to, they, to the stadium. Right. No, the but Cleveland Indians have the best rating on television yeah, for the longest time. That's a, they yeah. don't have fan attendance, but they have the best rating. Because people pay attention. But people it, pay attention. And, and as funny as this sounds, truthfully, as funny as it sounds, we were all sitting here three months ago going, come on, we just watched yep. sports back. Yep. Right. But now, but now we like, have a plethora, and we have so many choices that yeah, we can dude, pick and choose that like, tomorrow I want to watch baseball. Friday, I might watch basketball, and Saturday, one football well, the, season the, comes around, I might watch football. The, the problem you is, you get the hint. It's not football on right. Saturdays, but like I have so many options. Well, the problem is, it's like when you fast and you don't eat anything for like three days, and all of a sudden you get all this food put in front of you, and you eat till you get sick. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we're doing. We're watching all these sports: like hockey, soccer, for God's yeah. sake, yeah, basketball. Football's coming back. Baseball's coming back. Golf. XFL. Oh, you're not going to do that. Everything, yeah. Right. Everything has been shoved at us, which is great. I'm not complaining. But when it comes down to do raw Cleveland fans here, yeah. sometimes. But when you have, <laughs> like, when, when you have like all of this stuff coming at you, we had nothing to talk about. But we somehow made it work. Mm-hmm. Now we're trying to fit in, I mean, good God. Now we're trying to fit in a hundred different things and talk intelligently about it. And it's hard to do because we're like, all right, we gotta watch. We, we gotta watch basketball for the show. You have to. You gotta watch baseball for the show. You have to. You have to make sure you're paying attention to football for the show. You have to. We don't talk golf or anything like that, thank God. But like, th- <laughs> I know four. That's about it. Yeah, there's so much stuff you have to actually figure out and do for the show, and it's like you get overwhelmed sometimes. We do the yep. same thing on, on all the shows. Veterans No Sports do it. Me and Hillis do it. We are so focused on trying to get the best possible content out. And when you have, it's literally, you can literally throw something at a dartboard right now and have something to talk about. Yeah. Compared to four months ago when we're talking about like iRacing. No offense to your dude. Mm-hmm. The hell. Like, I mean, dude, that was like the most boring thing I've ever heard in my life. It was still iRacing. I don't know or care. iRacing. <laughs> Anyways, we got to go on to the next topic. Like that was we said, a great we have so many topics. We have, <laughs> we have so much time, though, too. 
Riggs, you do have a trivia question. We do have something that we are giving oh away. It is it? an extra large old We Like Sports t-shirt. Yeah, old it's one. It's in charcoal. Oh, don't even bother. Only only two of the faces that are on this show right now are on that shirt. What do you even want it Listen, for? if they got a new shirt that came in the mail, just throw your in the face f- wouldn't even be on just, it because it's transparent. Just just throw in the fire pit. It'll make a good fire starter. All right, good enough. It's free. Riggs, what's your trivia question? Free fire question? starter. The trivia question today is, which sports athlete has graced a cover of Sports Illustrated multiple times? So, with that, on our Twitter and Facebook, the let's do the fifth person that ends up getting this answer right. They get what? the t-shirt. Danny, what? Danny, fifth person? Danny says you have to move your shirt because he can see your nipples. My bad. Fifth person? Why? Which what side? The, the first person that gets things. it right. What? What kind of what kind of socialist like? Do you want to make socialist? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Oh, now socialism. Like, what is going on here? No, the first person that gets it right wins that fire starter. All right, there we go. You make Jesus. the rules. The fifth person that so, gets it right. Wow. So, so we got to remember. We got to remember today's question: Which sports athlete has graced the colors of cover of Sports Illustrated numerous times? All right. So we we'll get Quinn. to that. Huh. I, I thought you were thinking the other right. flip it and have Brady at the All end. Right. I was confused. Mm-hmm. But anyways, <laughs> our get in the ring question before we do go on to our sure. next break for our 8 o'clock hour. Get in the ring. Whoever wants to compete, Parker, Justin from last week is coming for you. Yeah, well. Keep an eye out. He's got an 0-1 record. So ah, I'm not really too worried about We'll it. see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, the get in the ring question, whoever wants to compete in this one, it's a free-for-all. I'm not a part of it because I'm never good at this. But who You're will be... with a bad record in this. Are you talking about rock, paper, scissors? Because you and I are both 1-0 against Keith. Oh, so you won rock, paper, scissors against him. No, oh, yeah, okay. he wasn't here. You guys will nope. never win again, ever. All right, go really quick, and then we'll get to the question. Told you. <laughs> get in the ring, who will be missed more? Mike Clevenger or Greg off. Allen? Whoever went first, uh, you won, so you decide who goes first. Riggs go. Okay. And then next week, I guess, that's competing against Parker, then. Let's do it that way. Okay. Yeah, because this is a terrible question. 30 seconds on 30 the clock. 30 seconds. We got to wait for him. To, he always forgets that, I guess, he's the timer. You, you have one job. You Rather than that, All right, 30 seconds. <laughs> Other than that, manscaped. I like that, Riggs. All right. Anyways, ready? 30 seconds. Three, two, one. Go. Mike Clevenger, the pitching. You're keeping the points. Yeah, the pitching. I like the I like this release every time he pitched off of the mound. Um even though it's something different, he has cool hair. Um honestly, I think he could have just kept his head in the game a little bit more. Greg Allen, I see nothing really good with him, to be truly honest, besides his at bat song. Um he's short. Uh I was there the first time he hit his home run. But Five seconds. I just think Clevenger would be missed a heck of a lot more. Good pitching, good arm. He just had to seconds. keep his head in the game. Two. All right. Here we go. Keith, are you ready? Yeah. Question again. Who will be missed more, Sorry, Mike Clevenger or Greg Allen? Three, two, one, go. Definitely Greg Allen because he didn't break the rules and put his team at risk. So, I mean, if you don't break the rules and put your team at risk, you're going to be, you know, way, you know, missed way more. He also does have a decent at bat. He can come in clutch when he has to. I mean, I definitely watched him do some things. I mean, you got all you got to do is pull some highlights of that. His base running skills, not bad. He's always a pinch runner if he has to be. He can steal bases. And, I mean, overall, his talent's not bad. When Naquin gets injured every five seconds, he's able to come into the game and take hold of stuff. So, Greg Allen, do I even need any more? 
No, you're good. You're at 30 Jesus. seconds. God, I'm, I'm going. You, well, first of all, you didn't even bring up Greg Allen's biggest strength, which is, which is his defensive play. I just did. I said no, you said he's defense. good at base running. I said it. God dang it. You say he's good at. We record this, moron. Oh, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I was waiting for it. If you heard it, then what the hell are you talking about? Keith was louder. Third point. <laughs> <laughs> We're, <laughs> we're over here arguing about a child's game. <laughs> All right. Man, so it's time. I mean, honestly, it's time. No, yeah, he just but, doesn't want to be tied. He had 2 2. I'm going, I'm going with Keith because Keith did not say a single thing about the dude has cool hair. Or, you know. Yeah, he didn't I say wasn't anything like that. So thing. I'm surprised. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, even yeah. thinking about that, too. Man, you know? Tony Hawk would be ashamed Keith of you. Keith is the winner. Keith is the winner. All right, so when Sorry, we get Riggs. back, we have another trivia question for you. That's when that phone line comes into play. You know what? We'll actually do that now. So the trivia question is, who was the last Cleveland Indian? Last night, Randall Reyes went five hits, five for five. Woo. Who is the last Cleveland Indian to have a five-hit game? You end up winning a new We Like Sports t-shirt. Call in on that line and... You know what? We'll do it. We'll do it the Parker Pierce way. First person to call wins that shirt. First person to call and get the answer right wins that shirt. Thank you. Keep the question. Uh, keep yourself uh, strictly professional on this line, everybody. If you can, please and thank you. But we'll be back after this. We'll be talking Indians when we get back on the We Like Sports podcast. Stay tuned. If you're bored in the house and I'm in the house board, bored in the house and I'm in the house board, why not play with your balls? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure your balls are smooth while you or your partner are playing with them. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls thanks to their lawnmower 3.0. So a little side note, have you ever cut your balls while shaving them? I have and that is painful. I would not ever do that again and I would never shave my balls if it wasn't for Manscaped because once I started using Manscaped, I no longer had to worry about the bleeding anymore. Also, for any new subscribers, you end up getting replacement blades refilled for your lawnmower 3.0 trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. And for a limited time, subscribers get not only one, but two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the high-patented, high-performance, anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPORTSWITHAZ at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the code SPORTS. Make playing with your balls the best part of your day. Thanks, Manscaped. Oh, yeah, Spongebob. It's where I get half my jokes because I got to look at a clown like him. Okay, hey, just this like is I look Gypsy at you. Freebird, and welcome and back, welcome back to, to my sports reports. Oh, These reports all, are periodic, we were right now, periodically, on my shoe, but I hope to be doing more of them in the near future. So I had some issues with my computer, I'm working out right now, and once it's up and running, things are going to be better. But for now, we're going to look back at two different sports. I don't just do baseball, I do other sports, too. What we're going to do here is we're going to take Major League Baseball and the NFL, combine them together, and rank all the teams 
in both uh, both sports over the last five years based on domination. What do we mean by what do we mean by domination? Domination is where you give in any one season you give up to a hundred points for a team per season. So for five seasons, the best anybody could do would be five hundred points. To get a hundred points, you would have to win your division or conference or league, and also win the championship, like the World Series or the Super Bowl. So, over the last five years, um, there's been some dominant teams and not so dominant teams. So, based on a possible 100 points per season, let's count down from number 62 to number one, the top NFL and Major League Baseball teams. Starting at number 62, sorry Cleveland, it's the Cleveland Browns in last place. Over five years, they only managed to get 72 points. There were other teams in one season that got 100 points, and the Browns couldn't do it over five seasons. Things are looking up for the Browns. They'll be doing better. Number 61 is the New York Giants with 118 points. Number 60, the Tampa Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers with 120 points. Number 59 is the New York Jets with 120.4 points. Number 58 is the Washington Redskins with 138 points. Number 57 is the Detroit Lions with 139 points. Number 56 is the Miami Dolphins with 141 points. Number 54 is a tie between the Cincinnati Bengals and Jacksonville Jaggers with 142 points. At this point, you're probably wondering why it's all football teams and no baseball teams. Because in football over the last five years, um, there's been more dominance among the top teams. So they'll be higher up in this as we go along the countdown. Number 53 is the Oakland Raiders with 147 points. And just to give you an idea, anything under 200 points is considered mediocre. Uh, Number 52 is the Chicago Bears with 149 points. Number 51 is the San Francisco 49ers with 153 points. Number 50 is the San Diego Los Angeles Chargers with 157 points. Number 49 is the Indianapolis Colts with 164 points. Number 48 is the Arizona Cardinals with 166 points. Now we're finally getting some baseball teams. Number 47 is the Detroit Tigers with 167 points. Number 46 is the Cincinnati Reds with 168 points. Number 45 is the Miami Marlins with 171 points. Number 44 is the San Diego Padres with 172 points. Number 43 is the Buffalo Bills with 174 points. Number 42 is the Chicago White Sox with 176 points. Number 41 is the Philadelphia Phillies with 178 points. Number 40 is the Baltimore Orioles with 183 points. Number 39 is the Los Angeles Angels with 194 points. Number 38 is the Seattle Mariners with 196 points. Number 37 is the Tennessee Titans with 199 points. Number 36 is the Denver Broncos with 201 points. Number 35 is the Baltimore Ravens with 206 points. Incidentally, anything over 200 
between 200 and 250 is acceptable, average, something like that. Anything over 250 is doing pretty good in this. Uh, again, there's 500 points possible. And the way we break it down is half of the 100 points per season is based on their regular season finish. So whoever the top team is in each conference or division with the most wins, they get 50 points. And everything, every other team is based off of whatever their um, winning total is. Uh, then in the playoffs, the further a team advances, the more points they get up to another additional 50 points. So uh, we just did number 34, which was the Dallas Cowboys with 207 points. Number 33 is the Pittsburgh Pirates with 208 points. Number 32 is the San Francisco Giants with 209 points. Number 31 is the Carolina Panthers with 212 points. Number 29 is our second tie out of two uh, ties that are in this report. And it's between the Atlanta Falcons and the St. Louis L.A. Rams. Each have 216 points. Number 28 is the Oakland A's with 219 points. Number 27 is the Arizona Diamondbacks with 221 points. Number 26 is the Colorado Rockies with 223 points. Number 25 is the Tampa Bay Rays or the Tampa Rays with 224 points. Number 24 is the Houston Texans with 227 points. Welcome back to the We Like Sports Show. As Riggs was trying to bring us back, but he was... The We Like Sports Shows? Shows, yeah. We Like Sports Shows. This is the We Like Sports Podcast. Show. That's what the t-shirt says, is We Like Sports Podcast. Show. Thank you. We Like Sports Podcast Show. The podcast is afterwards. You don't have... are Are you telling me that if you have a radio show... And you're like, hey, welcome back to the show. Or afterwards, do you say podcast? What the hell did you pay money to go to media school for? That's a good question. Yes, it is. Obviously, they graded on a curve. Who the hell is Khalif? (laughs) Is that Wiz Khalif? Is that his name? No. Anyways, we had a caller call in. No, we didn't. Yes, we did, Parker. And they attempted to answer our trivia question. So let's play that clip. And find out if we have a winner. I'm just going to pretend I'm Yep. How's it going? You're on the We Like Sports podcast. That's your voice. So, what do you want to talk about today, Elmo? Um, I, I want to I wanna say who the winner is. Okay, who's the winner? I'm the winner. I got the most points. You're the most what? So you said, what was the answer to the question? The answer to the question is Cleveland Brown. Cleveland Brown? Hey, no. <laughs> Rick wants to talk to you really quick. Okay. What's going on? Do you need to be tickled, Elmo? Ugh, that's <laughs> that sounds horrible. Perfect. Do you need to be tickled? That was Elmo? cool. I'm a. I can be a cookie monster. I had a thing of Oreo double stuff yesterday. Fact. Where did that come from? What is happening? Um, it's, it's a Big Bird there at all, or is he at work? 
Now, Big Bird, he, he, he's getting soft for Thanksgiving right now. Getting soft for Thanksgiving right now? Yeah, he's getting stuff like a turkey. <laughs> All right, Emma, we'll let you go. Um, if you end up getting the answer correct, you're going to be on air either way. So we'll end up having you on air if you end up getting the answer correct. Last attempt, who is it? But he was out there, though. I don't know. Okay. I don't watch sports. Okay. Thanks for calling in, Emma. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, okay. Bye. Alright, bye. So, Elmo declared himself winner. Um, do we let that happen? I don't, I don't no. Know. No? It's okay. done! The call-in line is officially done! Take that out of the bottom right of the screen. I don't want to see it no more! The call-in line finished! Tyler took it out. Shout out to our producer, Tyler, for uh, exiting out that number. Oh, man. Thank God you're not a producer for, like, ESPN or something. Why? We told you no that that should not I be on the question. Oh. How many times has Elmo had a conversation with Shaq? Tyler, put the line back up. Maybe we'll actually get a serious caller in How here. Many Are times? you a serious caller? Call the We Like Sports podcast if you're a serious caller. Like, how many times have you seen... Cleveland Brown. Hold on, hold on. Are you comparing Elmo and Shaq, but Shaq literally put his nasty-ass foot on the table on TNT out in the open to Charles Barkley? I don't care. If he's allowed to put his foot on the table, feet are disgusting. You could have Elmo call into the show. I had a Keith moment. I'm sorry. Hayden, you're, you're terrible really at rants. You are absolutely terrible at rants. Just stop so doing Do you them. know what shorten your sentences? And then we'll who, else, who, I, who else are we going to have on? Who's our next guest? Bob, Bil- Bob the Builder? Dora? Let's I, can't wait, Dora for, I can't wait Bob's for Gilbert Godfrey to call in. Bob's can we Bob get Bob Gilbert Godfrey to call in? Oh, that would be ugh, like nails on a chalkboard. But the one thing that I do know is Manscaped. Use promo code. Uh, uh, use the promo code Sports with a Z. S P O R T Z. Manscape. Your man. Your woman. Your significant other. But nonetheless, your balls will thank you. And the lawnmower 3.0 is a lot smoother than that last segment you just saw. <laughs> nonetheless. Anyways, going back as we go into the Indians topic again. If you happen to get the answer correct, I know my fl- phone is blowing up. Leave a voicemail for the time being. We'll see if you have the answer correct, and then we'll put you on air afterwards if you are correct. Don't declare yourself the winner like Elmo. But anyways, the Cleveland Indians, as you guys could tell from the previous segment, traded Mike Clevenger away on a serious note. Now, let's actually play the video. Guys, I didn't want to cry today, but it's looking that way after Mike Clevenger posted what he posted. I, I understand that he screwed up. I get it. But at the same time, what he did and the way that he actually went out was a very heartwarming manner because, I mean, he did have his time here since 2016. And the Cleveland Indians, since 2016, we've had some memorable times. Huh. So here's the video of Mike Clevenger pretty much saying goodbye. And what Three a story minutes. we have is oh. 25-year-old Mike Clevenger will make his major league debut tonight. He's got the long hair, he's got the personality, and he's really excited yep, about the long hair. I wanted that to be our Tim Lincecum. As I sit here reflecting, I don't know where to begin. What this organization has done for me can't really be put into words. At a time where I felt lost, you traded for me. 
You guys trusted that one day I could make an impact, and that will forever be held in my heart. Throughout countless hours of work on the backfields of Ruben and others, there seemed not to be a light at the end of the tunnel. But y'all reminded me there was. Moron. I trusted you, and for good reason. I think I'm hurting you. Those hours of blood, sweat, and tears allowed me to find myself and become the pitcher I am today. For that, I am forever indebted to you. From the rise to double A and triple A. Flyers, runners go. Swung on and missed is the three-two, and then a strikeout number eight. I've had your support through it all. This including the coming of my first child. Aww. And I call up to the big leagues only days later. Only then I learned my number was going to be 52. May 2nd, 5-2. My daughter's birthday. Awesome. That first year I was lucky enough to be with a team of veterans that led us to the World Series. That was my first birthday right there. My first ever season, he graded me the ability to throw in the ALCS and the World Series. Here's Clevenger into the game to preserve him. Here's a double play ball off the back of Hayward. Out of second. I can feel the crowd's roar and shaking of the stadium as I say this. If there's a game that's strength three and the inning is over. Those memories will never subside for as long as I'm on this earth. I am the pitcher I am today because of this organization and even then, that's an understatement. Never have I ever felt so accepted, not just as a player, but as a person. I've made so many good friends off the field, and I've had some of the best times of my life with a lot of you. I'll always remember the genuineness of the homies and how much I'll had my back through thick and thin. From players, to the amazing training staff, clubbies, to the people of the land, you have impacted my life forever. And I thank you for that. This isn't a goodbye, this is a see you later. Yours truly, Sunshine. Dude, that's awesome. Awesome, I appreciate that video because of the fact of 5-2, that's the day his daughter was born. Yep. Like, okay, what I was told growing up that baseball is like a superstitious game. Honestly, and just seeing all that come full circle, him getting drafted, him being able to play in the World Series, having his first child, like, dude, like, that's amazing. Like, that's a good storybook for someone like him. And I remember me and you watched an interview with him where he talked about, like, they don't, we don't see the struggles off the field Is that, that he the goes human through. Bauer? Exactly, yeah. right, right. Like, you know, people still probably living with their parents and helping them out, even though they're playing in the big leagues. But, dude, like, Mike Clevenger, man, you're going to be missed. The ladies are probably going to miss you. Sunshine. You're never going to um, fade out up here in Cleveland, bro. I'll tell you what. That video. Oh, my God. Rick's my, got emotional. My heartstrings, they are just strumming to the beat of the harp. I feel like I'm at a such romantic wedding right now. No! Are you kidding me? I'm not. Oh, just as such of a heartfelt thing that they made his number 5-2 for his daughter's birthday. They took it away when they traded him. This is a business. It doesn't matter what you do, what you've done for me. It matters what have you done for me lately. And you know what he did? He lost the trust of all of his teammates when he decided to go out and party in Chicago. And what happens a month later? They trade him and ship him off to San Diego to the beach where he belongs. You were hurt as a child, weren't you? Not at all. 
I was I was raised to be a winner, and I was raised to learn that nobody's gonna do anything for you, so you gotta do it for yourself. You do it That's fine, but she's still saying goodbye to people. I was talking to the fans, jackass. Like we still supported them. Yeah, I just feel like all of our like all of our core pitching like no Kluber, no Clevenger. Yeah, like I, dude, like like I, the team is changing drastically. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You got guys like Bieber, you got guys like Carrasco, you got guys like Plesac who showed up last night. That's you for sure. McKenzie you got Tristan McKenzie coming on the hill tonight. This dude Young is buck. a string bean and throws ninety seven like it's nothing. It, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What the Indians are great at is developing talent. It's the only reason Clevenger even got to the spot in the first place. It's because Cleveland, the, the, the farm system, knows how to develop talent. It's the only reason Clevenger got there in the first place. Can't wait to see what he does in San Diego. I'm super happy for the huge haul we got in return because Greg Allen, who gives a dang? It doesn't matter. I'm so happy with this trade. Clevenger, good riddance. We'll see you on the flip side. Whatever. We have a decent huge farm system of a lot of talent that it doesn't matter they're going to develop and become superstars they do it every year with pitchers how do you think Bieber got there why does a tribute video trigger you so bad because I don't think he ever got a tribute it, video before in his past of professional because so because he gets well, very irritated why why are we why are we seeing this now he never showed he never showed out like oh you because know, he's gone now dumbass okay. are you upset about it yeah i am so you don't like the trade no, I like the trade, but oh, okay, I can miss okay. a man. Yeah, I know you can I'm not surprised whatsoever from that oh, statement. Oh, man. Just I just think that it, 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 I think it shows class on both sides. Because, honestly, like look at it when the NBA does it. Well, let's say if we do play the San Diego Padres, oh, we're going to have a tribute video from Mike Clevenger. He's on the mound. He's going to tip his cap. And then he's going to go back to work. It shows respect in class on both I'll sides. Just, I'll tell you what. I'd rather, I'll tell you what. If I had to come down to it, I'd rather see a video like that than a video of LeBron being like, oh, I'm returning. This is my city. We're in this together. I'd rather see what Clevenger did rather than kind of what LeBron did. But still, come on, tribute videos, this is a business. It's a business. You're going to play for a whole other franchise. Time out. Stop Time worrying out. about your past. Focus shut, on yourself, Clev, and worry about making the teammates that you're getting now happy because obviously your teammates in Cleveland couldn't stand what you did. Shut your mouth. He was the only reason they trade him. He was Trevor no, Bauer is going to be on the block regardless. Here's okay. the thing. After the season, Clevenger would have been gone either way. He's That's been talked saying. about since gone. Corey Kluber yeah. and him and Bauer all been combined. They were. I mean, he, was he did not stick around and watch the game like the homer Trevor Bauer did. Yeah. He actually said goodbye. He made his peace. Maybe revealed a little bit too much by saying, hey, the Indians are shopping everybody right now. And seeing what they can get. No, just him because honestly, we don't need him. You're right, we don't. We, we don't need we, him. But he was still, him. he was still gave so us you might as well memories get... from 2016. You what can memories? appreciate it. You oh, can move oh, on. oh, 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 memories from 2016. You mean when he pitched garbage time when the Indians were losing seven to two in the eighth inning? Did you pitch in the World Series ever? No. Okay. But I'm not gonna make a tribute video for pitching in a garbage time of the World Series. Do you want to talk about his last year when he was what eleven and three, and we didn't make the playoffs? Yeah, I remember that year. But he didn't do it all by himself. Yeah. But what did you say earlier? It takes a team. Mm-hmm. He does take a team. Yep. And you know what? He wasn't a he good teammate. He can't the ball he put, and He swing put the bat. his teammate who has leukemia at risk and didn't say anything about it. That made his teammates turn against him. They didn't want him in that locker room. It didn't room make no more. his teammates turn against him. It made Adam Pluko say stuff that. I mean, come on. 
Do we really give a damn what Adam Pluko says well, in his porn star well, mustache? Then, then, why, then why would they? Why would why would the organization not trade Pluko then? What do you mean? No, he was. If, a, if what he, are you gonna get for Pluko? Exactly. The hot dog vendor. Exactly. Why would they trade him? At least with Clevenger, you're gonna get somebody. Yeah. It has nothing to do with him being an idiot and going out. He was gonna be on the block. You so, trade so, so, you, so, you, so you, you traded, traded Vinny Pistano for Mike Clevenger, and you traded Mike Clevenger for six key pieces. That's all I'm gonna say. Vinny Pistano turned into seven players. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And it, for, on that note, we're moving on from your rant, and we're gonna talk about the Indians' trade and how they have a starting left fielder now that in his first game in Cleveland actually showed up. Oh, look! And Tyler Naquin hit a home run. When he stays healthy, he plays good. Keith, Indians are up two nothing. Great news. But anyways, Josh Wait, Naylor. Is it, is it already? Is it already eight o'clock? Yeah, yeah it's eight o'clock. Yeah, twenty-four. Kobe Bryant. Show ends in twelve minutes. You got an hour left. An hour twelve minutes. But anyways, you have Josh Naylor that went two for five in his debut game. Awesome. Yeah. And you have a starting left fielder. And his debut I, I'll tell game, you, but it wasn't his debut for the Indians. No. You, 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 all right. All right. First, first of all, debut game first of all I want to I want to rewind a little bit because I'm loving these deals that the Indians are making with the San Diego Padres. I mean, who who do we who do we trade last year? Francisco Mejia. No, that was Brand Mill Reyes. That was last year. Buddy Mejia? Boy. Yeah. Mejia got, was for Brad Hand and Adam Simber. Yeah. Buddy. Oh boy. yeah, that's right. Check so, again. Okay, so and then anyway, you traded so Trevor Bauer. Yes, for yes. Okay, Brand Mill okay. Reyes so, and Yasiel so, Puig. Okay, so that we what? So, so I'm loving these deals we're making with San Diego because we are actually kind of getting something out of it. You're literally they, getting their farm. Francisco system. Mejia is trash. Is batting like. 127 or That's something. That's not even starting. that bad. I believe you should bat more than your body weight. Absolutely. He's absolutely skinny, terrible. but you should still bat we, more. We got the catcher. We got the catcher that's getting more playing time than Francisco Mejia in the trade. Yeah. The catcher that we got in the Austin trade Hedges. is getting more more playing time. He got more playing time for San Diego this year than Francisco Mejia. Are they betting on Francisco Mejia to actually turn around? Really? I don't think he will. So we're we. I feel like we are just absolutely taking advantage of the San Diego Padres. We and just you took have their a shortstop we next just, in line. For we just we leaves. just took their seventh, their ninth, and their eleventh top prospects in their entire farm system, plus three MLB ready players for Clevenger, who's obviously a distraction this year, and Greg Allen. Greg Allen's not that bad. He's, oh, he's, he's really, he's oh, really guys, Greg Allen was not that. Are you kidding? You know what Greg Allen's good for? Player to be named wait, wait, wait. later. You know, yep. you know what Greg Allen's good for? He's good for when it's the tenth inning and you need a pinch runner on second base. Dude, his defense is solid. Are you defense serious? Are you going to take games. the over three that comes with that defense? No, that's not what I said. But you're talking about trading Greg Allen like he was the hot dog guy. Greg Allen was a great player. He was a good player. He was loyal to the Indians. He didn't do stupid stuff. And he had a moment during that 22-game win streak, too, if I he remember. Really did. He really yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, his, his debut, yeah, his first like, home run was hit during one of those. He, he just hit everybody today. He wasn't that bad of a player. You know who I don't hate? You know who I don't hate? No, you know who I don't hate? I don't hate Mike Chernoff of the Cleveland Indians because he made the right deal, and he got six Quality prospects. I mean, these you guys. Don't think they should have got more for it? No. I feel like no, they should have. I, 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 I called you yesterday, yeah. and I was hoping, which I guess the backstory is, is that the Indians were trying to go for Starling Marte, you, but they didn't. They were asking for too much. Sure. What you you know when to give up a lot, and you know when not. I don't want to. any Starling Mar- Marte is not worth a I lot. I don't want any Martes on the Indians. You know what happened to the last Marte we got? You like Andy? No, I'm just. He's like anybody. No, no, no. no I'm saying no. you like rest in peace, Andy Marte. 
Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because you're a dick. But so, no Martes need to be in the Indians organization. Obviously, it doesn't work out for them well. Just, oh, my God. You just, you just don't like anybody. What's the next topic? So, anyways, obviously, stupid question. Who won the trade? Quick. Who won? Indians or Padres? Indians. Absolutely Indians. I'm, uh, I don't know yet. Right. That, that's especially know. especially there's a player that's to be named, right? It's, I doubt it's anybody that's going to be noteworthy, but that player. Although be, also Michael Brantley is a player yes. to be named yep, later. Exactly. So I mean, name later. Um, I'm I'm pending on this one. I don't know if we won thing. this one yet. Yeah, I gotta wait. All right. So Indians our win. last topic before we end up taking a commercial break, checking the phone lines one more time. I believe we do have a winner, but the question is, and then after break we'll end up. Pretty much getting Danny Salazar's goodbye finally after a year later. Oh great! Hold on a minute. Why don't you step? I don't need any more of these sorrow videos. It's it's actually in the notepad on his iPhone. You'd know that if you actually were able to have an iPhone. But what is this? Isn't this like an Android or something? Hey hey hey! I have an Android myself. But all right, no shots fired. But you live at home. You don't live with mom and dad. Anyways, can the Indians hang with the White Sox and the Twins? You live at home. If you lived at home, that would mean you lived with your mom and dad. No, he lives on his own. I looked at you, and I pointed at you, and I said, you live at home with your mom and dad. You live at home with your mom. I live in a four-bedroom house. It's like a giant palace compared to where you live. Anyways, can the Indians... Not with my parents, either. Can the Indians hang with the White Sox and the Twins? Why did you take that shot if he didn't even live with his mom? And you knew he was going to... Are you an idiot? He's just... He's not smart. Like, (laughs) if you're going to attack somebody... Get Do you see his intelligence yeah, like, level? That's why. Ooh. But can the uh, 142 IQ? But that's, that's, a, that's the, the alcohol blowing that he does. But, but what we want to know is, can the Cleveland Indians hang with the White, with Sox, the White Sox, Sox and the Twins? And it's the all twins. close. Um, honestly, I think we can. And I, by I trust hanging, Frank Kona. I'm saying, can they stay in first place? Yeah, I believe so. I trust Frank Kona. You know what I'm saying? Not, it's not even Francona. Right it's Sandy it's Alomar Sandy running the team for the past two weeks. I trust Sandy Alomar. I trust oh. this team. I really do. I don't want to sound biased. You know, if you were like watching American Dad with your buddy, you would have been paying attention to who was coaching. He's I'll tell you lying. what. I'll tell you what. The only way. Thanks, Brian. The, the Indians <laughs> are going to compete no matter what, but the only way they take that real step Wait, above Brian? is if they actually <laughs> is if they actually <laughs> figure out. The outfield situation. You got to figure out who's hot and who's going to take you through this final stretch. I think it's got to be Naquin. I think it's got to be. Well, Fran Race is DHing a lot. Yep. And but it's going to be your DH. It's going to be, be your DH. It's going to be Naquin. It's, it's going to be Mercado probably because no, the Shield still can't hit and you're going to have Naylor. That's going to be your outfield. Think Naylor? Naylor, they already said he's starting left. Field I, li- the rest I like of it. Year. I like it. I like it. What are you going to have? Are you going to have Pete's boy, Jordan Luplo? No. Oh, he just twitched. I still think we should have kicked him off the bus somewhere. Absolutely. I hate this guy. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't like Luplo. I despise Luplo. And everybody's going to be like, well, Mercado's not hitting either. But at least I like Mercado. Yeah. I don't like Luplo. Like, I don't like him. He sucks. So you got Naylor. You got Naquin. Who else you got for the You got there? Mercado. Or else the Shields. But the Shields is more so your Greg Allen pinch runner that you put in the 10th Who's the other guy that was hitting really, really hot? Yeah, Domingo Santana. He got sent down. He's, yeah, he designated for well. assignment. But I like the Shields. The Shields was pretty hot for a stretch. I mean, he was getting like two hits a game for like four or five games in a row. I remember so you the Detroit just put two him and Mercado hot. then for the time being. Yeah. Is Mercado, is Mercado brought back up? Yes, he yeah, did. They designated Yu Chang. Well, Yu Chang hasn't done nothing this year. 
I had high hopes on him that he could maybe replace Lindor in the future, but he no. didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He did. He's not gonna replace Lindor. But oh, um, by the way, speaking of that trade, not to mention we got two shortstop prospects. In shortstop that trade. and second baseman. Yes, but technically both of them can transition to shortstop if they need to, which means I said that though. Which means obviously we lost all hope. There's not gonna be Francisco Lindor in Cleveland whatsoever next year. If you and I'm rewind, upset that we didn't trade him. If you rewind, yeah, we should get something for him. If you rewind, you would have heard that I said that the Indians got a shortstop to replace Francisco Lindor about ten minutes ago. But anyways, you could do that. Even further, we see your nipples. What's the point? Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Just take it to break. Um, we're gonna go to commercial break. Um, Manscaped promo. Promo sports with a Z. Promo code. Code. You have a real hard time with code. I am today. Promo code. Morris code. Code. We'll be right back. If you're bored in the house and I'm in the house board, bored in the house and I'm in the house board, why not play with your balls? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure your balls are smooth while you or your partner are playing with them. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls thanks to their lawnmower 3.0. So a little side note, have you ever cut your balls while shaving them? I have, and that is painful. I would not ever do that again, and I would never shave my balls if it wasn't for Manscaped, because once I started using Manscaped, I no longer had to worry about the bleeding anymore. Also, for any new subscribers, you end up getting replacement blades refilled through your lawnmower 3.0 trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. And for a limited time, subscribers get not only one, but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the high-patented, high-performance, anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPORTSWITHAZ at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped. And use the code SPORTS. Make playing with your balls the best part of your day. Thanks, Manscaped. Thank you, and welcome to the We Like Sports Podcast with myself, Riggs, Peyton Vince, Keith Migra, professional Parker Pierce. Um, Once again, I do have a trivia question. Which sports athlete has grazed the cover of Sports Illustrated multiple times? Please give us your answer in our chat down here First below. Right? Babe Ruth. Incorrect. But we do have an answer for one of our trivia questions, correct? For the question in the call-in line from... The standpoint of who is the last Indian to have a five-hit game. Got a call in. We got the correct answer. Here's the answer, and here's who's getting the new shirt. It's Oscar Mercado. The answer is Oscar Mercado. And that's correct. Oscar Mercado was the our answer. Winner? Who's our winner? Our winner was Casey Katonsky, a former original co-host of the We Like Sports podcast. So he already has one of those shirts. No, he, no, he does hey, not. Well, there we you didn't go. have merch. Now you have fire, uh, fire starter for your next uh, backyard fire, Casey. Congratulations. Actually, that's the new shirt he's getting. Oh, man. So that's a good shirt. The bad Never shirt. Never mind. See? All right. Anyways, though, as we move to MLB, we do have the goodbye this is just Keith and Riggs I'm talking to, not Parker Pierce. 
of Danny Salazar's taken him this long to finally say goodbye to the Cleveland Indians. Congratulations, Danny! Anyways, as Parker Pierce gives it to you and says how proud he is of Danny Salazar, we actually do have the screen grab of what Danny I missed Danny's all 85 miles an hour of his fastball that he came back with. Anyways, the screen grab is... Danny Salazar saying thank you. Never really get, got the chance to say thank you and to say bye. It was hard for me when I got that call on Thursday, October 31st. I was so nervous, but I knew that was the call to say goodbye to the organi organization that I belonged to for 13 years, where I created so many good memories and so many good friends. Thank you for bringing me to a, a country that adopted me as his own son and where I felt loved. Thank you for teaching me so much, and I'm sorry for not being able to give you more of me, but I will be honest. To say that I gave you all I had in my heart and that every time I played, good or bad, I left my heart on the field. Thank you to the Indian staff for helping me and teaching me over the years, to the medical staff for dealing with me and all my injuries and get me right so I could go back to play again, to the grounds crew for always keeping the stadium nice and clean for us, and to the stadium security and workers. Next page. For showing me love, thank you. I'm a little emotional right now typing all this, but it ti it's time to let it out. I couldn't find the courage to do it until now, and I think this is the time. Thank you, City of Cleveland, for all the love and support over the years. I feel more than honored to say that the City of Cleveland lives in my heart and that I got to play for a team in a city where you only are going to find diehard fans, and they will support you until the end of your ride and beyond. Thank you, fans, for all the love and the support for over the years for making me feel special, for making me feel not just like a baseball player, if not like part of you, part of your city, and if I am carrying a different uniform, the Cleveland Indians will live in my heart forever. I know I'm going to oh forget to mention a lot of things, but thank you all and hope we'll see again. Goosebumps. And when that happens, I'll say I come back to my city. Hashtag Indians. Thank you. And uh, C.J. Hawkins uh, says that, Peyton, you need to take a breath when you read sometimes. I don't man. understand what they taught you at media school. I was just trying to get it out without stuttering. Um, on the positive note, Danny Salazar. I remember when he made his debut in that wild card game when we lost to the Tampa Bay Rays. We lost 4 nothing. We got skunked. But I remember sitting at home with my friends, my mother who was alive at the time, and we were just watching. We were like, who is this young man with this curls to his hair? Someone I've never seen pitch before. No one in that house has what never seen pitch before. You know, because you know, my mom was like, Ooh, he got curly in his hair. I see it underneath his hat. Long story. But like, it was just that excitement of seeing somebody that management at that time trusted to go out there in the middle of a wild card game. Yeah, we got skunked. We lost. Nick Swisher striked out. I remember that. Multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. But like, dude, like Danny Salazar. was a douchebag. Go ahead. Danny Salazar from a Cleveland, uh, a Cleveland native. Thank you. Um, if you come back, you come back. If you don't, you don't, man. I appreciate it. Um, you gave us your all, but man, cool. Whatever. Thank you, man. It's a business at the end of the day, Parker. I'll tell you what. I got respect for Danny Salazar because I'm Whoa. This this is a going away. Did you have respect for Salazar, but I, not for Greg I, Allen coming, coming or Mike Clevenger coming from Dude, a guy. Danny Salazar hasn't pitched. I don't. Coming, is he a pitcher? Coming yes. from a guy. A pitcher? Coming from a guy who had a lot of injuries in college and couldn't, you know, <laughs> that's the type of thing you can't control is injuries. He it's just sucked. You can't control. He was a great pitcher when he was healthy, kind of like Naquin. What? But 
What he I'm was a great is, pitch, Salazar. I almost did a no hitter with Salazar was, in my was, video game. He was he was literally the the mid season Cy Young Award winner in 2017. You know what that means? That he means was he, 12 and two. That means as much, about as much as what that third set is on right Danny, now in Danny, the studio. Danny, I respect your going away shit. compared to Clevenger's because yours you could not control. Injuries suck. I've been through there. If you want to do a podcast with me, I'd be happy to talk about things like this with you. However, Clevenger, he had full control of losing the trust of his teammates. He made the He was going to be traded anyways, and he was way better than Salazar. God bless America. But once again, like I go back to earlier, look at how our pitching staff has changed from the last few years. Look what we've gained and look what we have it's lost. It's because it doesn't matter. The I Indians know it doesn't, are so but good it's at developing cool, pitching circle. talent that it doesn't matter who you have in your starting five nowadays. The developmental in the AAA, AA, single A is so much better than anybody in the American League. No, it's we, not. Are you our farm league is not the best. It's good. And developing but it's starting not the pitching? Be- yeah, developing yeah, start- show me the stay young. Cy young. Okay, okay. We Since- traded for him. Are you kidding me? Show me a stat yeah, and he was, that says they are be- that we have the best. And he started in, in double A. This up. He started in double A. He still went through two years of actually fine-tuning his game to get to the no. major league level. Who is he? Yeah, who's Clevenger. Okay. We still no. How many Cy Youngs have the Indians produced no. since two thousand seven? Are two. We, it was CC Sabathia because they still had him. You had Cliff Lee. You Cliff had Lee. Him. Okay. Kluber twice. There's four. We didn't develop Kluber. Uh, yes, we fair, did. Kluber was kind of crappy when he was with the Padres. I want to say yeah, he was. He was. No, he was talking about. He was in Double A when we got Kluber. He was in Double A when we got Kluber. What? What? what you, I want to see this. Oh, okay. it was just like. I look. Uh, this so is according it's, to MLB.com. It's those, it's those. You got those four winners. Well, three winners, but Kluber was multiple. Then you have a mid-season Cy Young Award winner in Danny Salazar, and then you have Shane Bieber, who's hands down going to win the Cy Young Award winner win this year. Tampa Bay, ranked number one. San Diego, two. Dodgers, At three. Developing pitching. Miami, four. No, they're going Detroit, based, five. No, this is all together what I've six. Up. No, they're Minnesota going based on seven. the talent that they have right now, not on how they develop the talent Bridge, they have. eight. Mariners, That's nine. That's what I'm talking about. Giants yeah. ten. That's fine. White Sox eleven. Indians twelve. Okay, that's cool. That's based on the talent they have and where they are right now. I'm talking about the way the Indians are able to develop talent into being all star pitchers. They're the best, hands down, right? If that's what I'm saying. No, they're not. Are they not? But I mean, Bieber, where did he come from? He was he was he was the uh, All Star MVP last year. Now he's going to be the Cy Young Award winner this year. What happened to Ryan Merritt? That was somebody who. Uh, Ryan Merritt was somebody that was just he was a spark. Uh, he was lightning in a bottle, and he benefited us. How many of our pitchers have won a World Series for us? Uh, well, that's because our offense. Is oh, trash. our offense was bad, right? It is. Yeah. No, when you're lo- what do you mean our offense is trash? You can't give up five runs and expect a win. You can't do that. Understood. Hold on. So, just another valid point to just kind of put a little nice and neat cap on this topic. Shane Bieber pitched one night, was it Tuesday or Monday? And he gave up one hit in six innings, and he's still got the no decision. And that's giving up one hit. So you're telling me he has to be damn near perfect because the offense couldn't have came along? And this is before all the trades happened. Against the Royals. Too. The Royals. Yeah, exactly. So your offense it, still offense has to come so along. Your pitching, you fun. can't be perfect all the time. 
But anyways, moving to the next topic, it wasn't about the Indians. We moved on from that. If you look at the graphic, we're on MLB now, guys. But anyways, it's the bubble playoffs. So they're going to take the same approach as the NBA, and they're going to have the National League in Houston and Arlington and the American League games in Los Angeles and San Diego. And the World Series will be in Arlington. So like brand a brand new stadium. I mean, why not? I mean, that stadium is absolutely gorgeous. I'm for like, and that's the one thing I'm over here. Like, why is the World Series going to happen in Arlington, Texas? But I had to get my mind away from all the BS that's going on in today's world. But that's fine. That's whatever. Not just that Texas has good weather, so you know it's not going to be I'll no over oh, rained out or whatnot. I, I have so a trivia question. I have a trivia question for our viewers at home. Another and trivia. If, question? And if you win this, if you win. I'll give you a virtual high five through the camera. How about that? Man, that's worth Who something. was the last starting pitcher at the ballpark in Arlington in Texas, but also was the first starting pitcher at the brand new ballpark that the, the Texas Rangers have now today? Who was that pitcher? Please tell me. I'm going to guess Corey Kluber. What? I don't know. For the Texas Rangers. Oh, my goodness. What the hell? I, I was thinking maybe, like, hey, like, Corey Kluber pitched for the Indians, and he was the last pitcher you saw in Texas, and then he debuted in the new stadium. No, he did not. You literally just get... Okay. I was just want to punch him. Yeah. Can I yeah. get that high five? Well, what? Get it's lost! Get your damn nipples away. What are you high-fiving a loser for? I thought you were better than that, Riggs. You disappoint me. One thing that doesn't disappoint me is Manscaped. Use the promo code SPORTS with A-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. The ball toner, the ball deodorant, the razor, the clipper, the guard. Everything is nice. Manscaped, everybody. That's like, that's like your, your your blanket. When you when <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when you don't know what to say, you just throw out sponsor ads. Right. That's uh, not a bad thing, though. No, it's not. No, it's, it's good. But anyways, guys. As um, we Casey did, says Bartolo Colon. Tom Seaver is dead. What? That yeah, I mean, according Tom Seaver died? Yeah, COVID-19. And is it really? Rest in peace, Tom dementia. Seaver. What? Bartolo Colon. Come on, Casey. For COVID-19. Yeah, and also body dementia. Oh, no, we call it that one. I'm pretty sure he died from dementia, not COVID. Sorry, go ahead. Live from Hooligans Gym here in North Ridgeville, everybody. <laughs> we want to just thank you for joining us. Our producer, Tyler, over there on the ones and twos. Threes and fours. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, as we talk about the bubble playoff, the obviously bubble playoff. the bubble bu playoff is that good and enunciated for you, Keith? I don't know. I didn't take the money. Breath, you media How about school, that? So I don't know. You tell me what they taught you. Take and a maybe breath. apply it. Next, early September World Series prediction. That's weird to me. What school did you go to? Like, what did you go to? Ohio Broadcasting School. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, don't because they will look really bad. They already so look really not. bad with what they did. It. So what they do? We'll get Are to that done? another time. Can I make my prediction? Yeah, go ahead. World Series prediction: Cleveland Indians versus San Diego Padres. It's all gonna come full circle, and Clevenger's gonna pitch in Game Seven of the World Series against Bieber. Okay. Yeah, Riggs. Skip me for right now. I don't know. I'm not gonna make that prediction yet. I'm not. Right. It, it's this is a game. Like I am not. Mm -hmm. I'm not jinxing anything. Exactly. And I'm I'm too used to the World Series being played in October because awesome people are born in October. It's still gonna be it's in still October. Be in it's October. just it's September gonna... right now. Oh, and this is early. Where prediction. are you? I'm oh at Hooligans Gym here doing the We Like Sports podcast on Facebook Live Anchor. <laughs> 
Apple Music, 7.30 to 9.30, everybody. <laughs> we didn't even train him like this. It just comes no, along with You are better Casey Katonsky, you are absolutely correct. Casey Katonsky, <laughs> high five, high five. Lance you Lynn. got it right. Lance Lynn. Okay. Honestly, I'm going to take the same approach because I Way don't want to... Way to look it up, buddy. I don't want to take that approach and say, hey, the Indians are going to be in the World Series and then be disappointed when and if it doesn't happen. So I'm going to even skip this uh, this question. But Parker over here is so confident that his boy Mike Clevenger is going to blow a game in Game 7 against Shane Bieber. Now, if that happens, I would laugh. That that would if we oh, if we beat the San Diego it's poetic. Padres, it's poetic. It needs to happen. I guess the happen. real question is is did you expect teams like the Miami Marlins and the San Diego Padres and the Mets and all these teams that haven't been in it for the longest, longest time, time actually have a, ch- a a chance now? They have a shot. If the season and what was going on in the real world didn't happen, I would possibly say no. But it's a game of superstition and anything can happen. So it's it's a double edged sword question in my honest to god opinion. Okay, fair enough. Well, as we move on to the next topic, the last baseball topic overall, and then we'll jump into the NBA. Manny Ramirez is playing baseball once again, this time in Australia. I want to say he's at the age of 48 now, and he's still playing baseball. Is he trying to DH or like? Obviously, he's going to DH. Right. It's Australia. He was 35 in the field. What makes you think he's going to play in the field at the age of 50? Honestly, he's there to hit. He's there to hit. Age 48. He's 48 years old, and he's uh, trying to play in Australia. It also shows you that maybe the competition that these guys still have. Like, I guarantee, like, not to get off subject or different leagues, I guarantee maybe Tim Duncan sat at home saying, man, I'm bored, you know? Like, I'm used to doing something so much. That's that can... what the big three's for. Exactly. But at the same time, it's, why would you do that, you know? You got to learn to enjoy yourself in your retirement and learn, like, hey, I can't come back. I don't want to come back. And Tim Duncan possibly accept that. I'm not trying to speak for him, but Manny Mar- Manny feels like, hey, I, I still got something I need to prove. Or, hey, what do you? I might prove? be running out of money. Hey, I want to get out the house because my personal life sucks at home. Like, who knows? Like, it's just he's obviously confident in himself at his age that he can still play. Like, would you like to see Frank Thomas play? I would love to. Big hurt. You know, I actually you almost. See, why would you want to see them you know, play? You know, you know, I actually almost Leo played, played professional until baseball though, so. in France. Who did? I, myself. I almost went to France to play professional baseball over there. No crap. Okay. Yep, there's a college team of mine. He was going. He goes, hey, uh, I'm looking for a roommate. If you want to go play, they said they pretty much take you. <laughs> they, they're like based on his word. They would. So you're me. just the consolation prize. Pretty much, I probably I probably would have been just like a uh, you know rotational guy, maybe throw some innings out of the bullpen, but that's really all I've been. But it would, it would still been professional baseball in a foreign country. You know, I don't usually. But what I'm saying is, what I respect that, and I actually give you credit that. But you what I'm also saying that is, opportunity. what I'm also saying is, professional sports in other countries, as much as soccer or cricket, are trash. You're better off playing D three baseball than playing professionally overseas. Fair enough. Well. Keith, do you have any thoughts about Manny Ramirez playing baseball in Australia? No, I don't care. Okay, fair enough. Next topic, NBA. So we're gonna end up setting up our producer Tyler, and actually the Who Boston Celtics. You. Ooh. Sorry, Tyler. Feel bad for you. Anyways, we're gonna actually prepare him with the Boston Celtics actually teaching a teammate how to swim. It's Ennis Cantor and Jalen Brown teaching. You're talking about the eight foot guy. Yeah, Taco Fall. 
Teaching him how to swim. Yes, because he's he's. Dude, a, there is no, no, hold on, man. There's, there's so much there's sports, sports going, on. going on there, and, and this is all this he. Yes, this is this is. I'll take half responsibilities for this too, because I helped you with the script, but this part I was completely blind on. This Keith, I don't know. I, can we talk about? We have about so much are other we sports. Really gonna Why are we, yeah. Literally, back just play the video. Go to break. No break. No. No, it's not his show. It's mine and Rick's. I know, but do you want view? Okay, all right. It's his and Rick's. Well, we're getting early. Uh, it to our break. Don't Enjoy you do Taco it. Fall. Tyler, play the video. By the way, also Taco Bell doesn't have potatoes anymore, and they were out of mild sauce, so I'm not a fan of tacos right now. <laughs> so enjoy <laughs> your Taco Fall. Honestly, it's a cool moment. They could go screw themselves. But it also shows you that, like, oh, he may be able to dunk a ball or dribble. Hey, this man, he can't swim. I would like to see these guys possibly even learn how to ride a bike. Like, hey, I'm a professional athlete. I may drive a Lamborghini, but guess what? I can't stay uh, sturdy on two wheels. That's, like, I don't know. It's like, different. Taco Fall is not from here, so the fact that, like, he might not have ever had the opportunity to swim, and I mean, he's like 21, 22. Big dude, he's not going to drown in a pool, but they still took the time to be like, hey, we're in a weird season right now, but let's actually teach you how to swim. Like, so cool once moment. again, But once again, going back to what professional Parker Pierce says. He's not here and he doesn't matter. Sports is all about a brotherhood. It's about, you know, camaraderie. And right there I see that, like, it, 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 that's that's one hundred percent awesome. It's like I'm willing to take time out of my busy day to help you with something that's so small, and that one small thing can obviously save Taco's life. And also at the same time, too, absolutely correct. What is something that they did and took the time to? What are they gaining out of it? They're gaining team chemistry. Yeah. Trust. Why do you and I click so well? It's because you're always by my side and I'm always by yours. Parker and Keith, they might not be our by our sides always. But we'll always have that chemistry mm-hmm. and we'll always kill the game. On that note, we'll be back on the We Like Sports podcast and we're going to find them at the local gas station. Be right back. You're bored in the house and I'm in the house board. Bored in the house and I'm in the house board. Why not play with your balls? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure your balls are smooth while you or your partner are playing with them. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls thanks to their lawnmower 3.0. So a little side note, have you ever cut your balls while shaving them? I have and that is painful. I would not ever do that again and I would never shave my balls if it wasn't for Manscaped because once I started using Manscaped, I no longer had to worry about the bleeding anymore. Also, for any new subscribers, you end up getting replacement blades refilled for your lawnmower 3.0 trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. And for a limited time, subscribers get not only one, but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the high-patented, high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPORTSWITHAZ at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped and use the code SPORTS. Make playing with your balls the best part of your day. Thanks, Manscaped. With 223 points. Number 25 is the Tampa Bay Rays or the Tampa Rays with 224 points. Number 24 is the Houston Texans with 227 points. Number 23 is the Minnesota Twins with 230 points. Number 22 is the Atlanta Braves with 234 points. 
Number 21 is the Kansas City Royals with 236 points. Number 20 is the Texas Rangers with 242 points. Number 19 is the Milwaukee Brewers with 243 points. Number 18 is the Minnesota Vikings with 249 points. Number 17 is the Philadelphia Eagles with 249.5 points. Number 16 is the New York Mets with 252 points. Number 15 is the New Orleans Saints with 253 points. Number 14 is the Green Bay Packers with 254 points. Number 13 is the Toronto Blue Jays with 258 points. Number 12 is the Seattle Seahawks with 259 points. Number 11 is the Pittsburgh Steelers with 269 points. Number 10 is the St. Louis Cardinals with 270 points. Number 9 is the Cleveland Indians with 308 points. Number 8 is the Washington Nationals with 311 points. Number 7 is the Boston Red Sox with 315 points. Number 6 is the New York Yankees with 319 points. Number 5 is the Kansas City Chiefs with 350 points. Number 4 is the Chicago Cubs with 352 points. Number 3 is the Houston Astros with 377 points. Number 2 is the Los Angeles Dodgers with 388 points. The number one team, the most dominant team in both the NFL and Major League Baseball, with a whopping 419 points, is the New England Patriots. Cut. Okay, now I'm going to do a report based on the top 100 Cleveland Indian hitters of all time. Uh, this is based on a formula I created uh, in which we define what the purpose of an at-bat is. And the purpose of an at-bat is to produce runs. There's two ways to produce runs. One, by getting on base and coming around and scoring a run. The other, by driving in runs. Based on that, I take what are the five most important batting statistics. They're each given an equal value. Each one is uh, worth up to 100 points. Uh, per season, so possible total points for the season would be 500 points. Unfortunately, because I don't have my uh, computer access with me, I can't give you the point totals, but I can tell you that we're going to be doing a report based on the top 100 Cleveland Indians batters of all time. Not just Cleveland Indians batters, the top 100 batters in Cleveland baseball history, going all the way back to 1871. Now, there were some years before 1901 when Cleveland had other teams like the Spiders, the Blues, the Broncos, etc. But not every year. Anyway, these numbers are based on what they did with Cleveland. So if a player was traded halfway through the season from Cleveland to somewhere else, I only take in the Cleveland totals. Unfortunately, because my computer's down right now, this is an old report. It's dated from 2014. But... Cleveland doesn't really keep players for long periods of time for the most part. So a lot of the players in this report are players you may have not heard of going all the way back. Um, so we're going to start with uh, number 100. George Davis, he was a Hall of Famer who played his first three seasons in Cleveland and is ranked in the all-time top 100 
in several categories, including games played, at-bats, hits, runs, doubles, triples, RBIs, and stolen bases. Number 99, Vic Davileo, was a leadoff hitter known for his speedy base running and capable defensive ability. Later in his career, he became a valuable utility player and a record-setting pinch hitter. Davileo also had an exceptional career in the Venezuelan Winter League, where he is the all-time leader in total base hits and in career batting average through 2014. Number 98, Paul Sorrento became the first DH in Tampa Bay history. Sorrento made the first base hit and home run in the history of Camden Yards. He hit the first grand slam at Jacobs Field in Cleveland. Number 97, on July 2nd, 1936, Bruce Campbell had six hits in a game, named Most Courageous Athlete of the Year in 1936 by the Philadelphia Sports Writers. He was stricken with spinal meningitis in 1935 and given a 50-50 chance of living. He died in 1995. Number 96, Johnny Hodap had a nine-year career hitting for a 311 batting average. His best year was in 1930 when he hit 354 and knocked in 121 RBIs for Cleveland. He was the first AL player to get two hits in an inning twice in a game. Number 95, Ray Mack was known more for his fielding than his hitting, teaming up with Cleveland shortstop Lou Boudreau for a great double play combination in the early 1940s. Mack saved Bob Feller's 1940 opening day no-hitter with a diving stop on the final out. Number 94, on July 2, 1970, Tony Horton hit for the cycle in a 10-9 victory over the Baltimore Orioles. His playing career ended unexpectedly on August 28th after he took himself out in the fifth inning of the second game of a doubleheader against the California Angels. A batting slump and constant booing from the Indians fans led to such an emotional distress that he attempted suicide that evening. He was treated and recovered, but the stress of professional baseball forced him to leave the game prematurely. He had played his last, three, his last game three months shy of his 26th birthday. His manager, Alvin Dark, in his book, When in Doubt, Fire the Manager, would call Horton's sudden exit the most sorrowful incident I was ever involved in in my baseball career. Number 93. In 1915, Brago Roth was the American League home run champ with seven. His nickname came from his loud, boastful... And welcome back to the We Like Sports podcast with... Our special guest, Gypsy Freebird, with all those fantastic statistics for you during our break. He's got a lot of knowledge, a lot of research. Listen to it. It's good stuff. Gypsy Freebird, the man. The man. We're also here with uh, Keith Riggs and Thumbs Up over there. But now we're going to switch gears and uh, we're going to go to, uh, I guess, another <laughs> video because that's all we do is watch videos on this podcast. Take it away, Peyton. What's we'll do. So anyways, as we mentioned in the tip-off. Oh, yeah, wait seven. a minute. First of all, how was your Taco Bell break while we were gone? Like, So Riggs and I actually brought it all together, and we said that that builds team chemistry. Yeah. And how a part of that, him and I always feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you two jabronis are too busy. Which, by the way, jabronis actually in the dictionary now. You but you two jabronis it. actually, guess, are kind of screwing up the chemistry because you guys just walked out on us. What the hell? You sit your he's ass. About to, he's about to leave again. Keith, you coming with me or what? I'll, well, how, what time is it? 
908. Oh, God, man. It's time to get into some more action. We're not done with the NBA, everybody. We have 21 minutes and 34 seconds left. Oh, I'm so proud of you. You can actually read your watch finally. I had to teach you last week. Anyways, on Scott Van Pelt, after the Nuggets and the Utah Jazz played Game 7, it's honestly just a kind of a easy moment. Kind of funny because after winning Game 7, you're obviously thinking about that win. But Jamal Murray actually had a funny moment while on screen getting interviewed by Scott Van Pelt. So here is more than likely the last video of today, so Parker Thank could shut God. the hell up. Queen, that, look, you guys both look gassed, both sides, and the Clippers we know is going to be a rugged test. Between now and Thursday, what do you do? We play Thursday? You yeah. get two days off? No. No, it's Thursday. Man, um, well, that's a bummer. That right there, that he said that's a bummer that we don't get that many more days off. Because they literally play on Thursday again. They get two days off, that's it. I like that legit reaction that you've seen from the athlete. Like that was that was perfect. That's like when, when your boss talks to you at your nine to five or whatnot, it's like, wait, we were supposed to do that today. So it's no. cool. Well, no, you know, you know, you know that is that I, I give her, I, doesn't pay me ten million. I actually uh, I actually give respect <laughs> to him because he's doing what his coach is from preaching. The entire time. You don't look past today's game. So he wasn't looking forward to, oh, what would the schedule be if we do win today? No, he was so focused on winning that game and that game alone that he didn't even pay attention to when the next series would even start. So that give him props for uh, listening to his coach's advice and both focusing on today, and you'll focus on tomorrow when tomorrow comes. Was that a song? No, but it also tells you don't get ahead of yourself. Don't put one foot in front of the other. It shows you didn't play very competitive sports. I did it, and I understood that. Anyways, Keith. starting to fire back. It, it, it has become a very much Riggs and Peyton as their little click, and a me and you. Click. You. Parker. Ewans. I forgot. I forgot his name. Ewans. He's Riggs. I'm Peyton. We're a team. I do not want to be a part of that team. I really Holy don't. Holy cow. I, it's nothing against Riggs, but you wear weird things on here. And your nips hang out, and you play weird swimming videos. I just, I can't. Yeah, it's bad. Anyways, Keith, do you have any thoughts? Probably not. Go on to the NFL. Yeah, baby. So this is what we're here to talk about. Yeah, I'm. I cannot wait. Before we go into the Browns, how about former Cleveland Browns? Before we go in the Browns. Yeah, why don't we ever talk about Cleveland sports like I want to? Like, your tip, like, dude, we are in the hunt for the playoff, and your tip off was some crap about Denver and Utah. Because it's more sports than just locally, sir. You're right, swimming, evidently, is a a How many people in Denver are watching us? More than you think. Really? I I don't believe it. But, anyways, Josh Gordon, former Cleveland Brown, Josh Gordon. Oh, the man who was stupid, who couldn't put certain stuff down, right? Yeah, you could just say put down the weed. That's fine. Anyways, he decided to sell his Super Bowl ring that he won with New England. Wow. That's not the first time. I'm not shocked. That's not the first time this happened with these guys. It probably shows you that one, he didn't save his money. (coughs) Two, he really doesn't care about it because he can just go back and watch it on TV or whatnot. $138,000. But at the same time, like me, I would. He needed weed money. Let's just be honest. That's that's too much. Look, okay. okay. That's coming from me. I'm gonna let you finish. What's that one thing? That's too much. Are you done? Are you done? Who, me? Yeah, I was waiting for you to be done. Well, no, but I, I just think that that's, like, why would you sell a Super Bowl ring? Like, me, 
I don't like that much materialistic items, but that's something that I work my it's part of my language. I work my ass off for that. Waking up, going to practice, going to two days, hearing some little pudgy coach yell in my face about what am I doing wrong. That's my thing. My thing. I will never end my life. If I was a press professional athlete, my Super Bowl ring, my championship ring, that's mine. And now I'm never I will go to the grave with that. And your pudgy coach. Okay, okay, look. Okay, look. Here's oh, well, that deal. can happen. Here's yeah, but deal. it has to be the right Former, one. Former, here's the deal. Former, we're the talking right NFL. He's an NFL player, which means he's got 63 kids in we're a case. But that's kind of like you. <laughs> I don't have So, so we're talking about. NFL, right? We're talking NFL. We're talking about former Browns wide receiver selling his Super Bowl ring for a year's worth of the electric lettuce. Cool. Whatever. How about we How about we talk about the NFL like the NFL is going to start in two weeks, Peyton? Let's talk about current wide receivers like Donovan Peoples-Jones. Let's talk about Hodges, about how Hodges might take the third spot from Rashard Higgins because he's been showing out in practice. Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to be a huge threat in the number five slot as a rotational guy. Let's talk about those wide receivers. OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Hollywood Higgins. Let's talk about something relevant instead of Josh Gordon selling his Super Bowl ring for weed. Well, Riggs, I guess this is the part of the show when you actually break down the Browns' schedule like you wanted to because Parker just kind of shut me up. Well, okay, now this is the one thing. Now, we're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns' schedule, but before we get into that, let's talk about how there's no preseason games at all this year. And I believe we we talked about that on on a past show. I honestly think that if they're not going to give you four preseason games, at least one or two because you see where everybody is at. It shows you who's going to make the team, who's not going to make the team. We we know who's going to. Right, understood, but at the same time, it, it you never know what can happen on first snap, first drive, first play, like first sneeze. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like that's why these games, like these games, they don't really matter. They should not count preseason games, but at least something. You know what I'm saying? At least maybe two quarters of preseason game is okay. Just something to get these guys, because you're not just gonna jump straight into a pool. You got to get your feet wet. Depending oh, on your experience, jumping, but depending on your experience, they don't like, understand the pull reference because they weren't around for the taco. Oh, I was not thinking about that. But at, but okay, if I've never played an NFL game in my life and I'm used to the practice squad, I'd rather get a preseason game out in front of maybe ten or eleven thousand people instead of oh week one and the whole world is watching you because I can crap the bed in that moment when I should have got more reps and experience in front of a smaller crowd. Yeah. But in that moment, it can also make you or break you because some people, you would do good in front of a big crowd. True. And, I mean, honestly, I feel like you're going to see, and I said this before, I feel like you're going to see a lot of injuries this time around, and you're going to end up seeing people that don't necessarily belong in in training camp. They got by by the skin of their teeth, and when they actually have competition, like you said, they're going to crap the bed. They're not going to actually be who they were in training camp. Because you're not going you're 100 miles per hour camp. against your own we, teammates, we, unless if your name's Mac Wilson. Preseason, preseason is absolute garbage. I mean, look at the year the Browns went. Wait, hold on. Is that Odell when Beckham Jr. or Jarvis Landry? I know you don't show up for preseason, right. but how are you? It's welcome to have you on the show. Preseason, it gets, it gets everyone a time to gel and mesh. I yeah. Say, oh, yeah. I, I, let, let's not forget about the time that the Browns went four and zero in preseason that's and completely fine. meshed, and then didn't win a single game for the entire 2017 season. It sounds like a Browns-related thing. And then that's absolutely fine. But at the end of the day, you still got your Go feet wet. Go in the corner. No, I'm good. But we're gonna break down the Cleveland Browns schedule. Me and professional Parker Pierce were talking about. We only have two two primetime games. 
Week two, we play the Bengals Thursday night at 8.20. And then week 14, we see the Ravens on Monday night at 8.15. And as a Browns fan, that's not going to sound biased. I believe our schedule last year, we had way more, way more primetime games. But we crapped the bed. And now, and also, 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 overhyped and overrated. Looking at this schedule, though, looking at this schedule, the Browns schedule is easily 10 times easier than it was last year. Was that when you guys decided that you were going to be 15 and 1 last year? Well, first of all, they faced the Steelers twice, so those are two easy wins. I bet you, uh, all right, let's take the same bet I've been doing with every single person so far with Pumpkinhead, with Peyton Hillis. I will wear a Browns jersey if they win. Two games against the Steelers, even if they win one. But you have to return the favor. You wear a Steelers jersey on the show, Parker, if the Browns lose twice. Put your money where your mouth is. Do we really want... That's not even money. Are you serious? What do you mean my money where my mouth is? You mean put my body where the jersey is? Yeah, your pun's correct. The only thing is, like, do we really want you in a Browns jersey? No. That would look weird. That would look completely weird. How about weird. this? How about this? I've seen how about this shit on people if, with if, Browns jerseys. If the Browns beat the Steelers, how many charges does yours have? Only one. Come on, if the Browns beat the Steelers twice, Peyton sits out for a show. If the Steelers beat the Browns twice, I'll sit out for a show. The only thing That's just rewarding no, you. No, 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 because no, no, because when the ratings hit, when he's gone, I have to explain it to him, and I don't want to make. That's him okay. Cry. No, that no, that's fine. We're trying to build here. So that's why they we call are, it Building are, the Browns. That's trying. why the show's called Building the Browns. <laughs> yeah, get a head start. Now he's gonna leave. Get a head start. Great. Um. Oh, now we get to Manscaped. actually talk about the Browns. Give me this. It's amazing. Thing. This is how. Let's it. keep talking but, Browns. Okay, but no, back to the Cleveland Browns schedule. Tell me, this is why I think the league also messed up. If I don't want to see the Ravens on prime time, who cares about Lamar sure Jackson? You do. Yeah, but I don't want to play the oldest. I would rather have Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield on a Monday night game. Two Heisman Trophy winners, right? Battling, competing. The Battle of Ohio now yeah, actually means something with two battling quarterbacks. You got the guy that just got drafted, Mr. So Perfect in high school, versus Baker Mayfield going into a junior season. So it's like, hey, Baker, shape up or shift out. It's your junior season now in the NFL, and now this young guy can come and just mop the floor with you. And that's that's the perfect time for a Thursday night game. In our, in, in, for, for, for the Browns, that's a good time to have a primetime game. It's right early in the season against a subpar Tired opponent. of playing the Jets. Exactly, the Jets. Oh yeah, are they even on the schedule this year? Yeah, we play the again? Jets again. Yep, three we play years the Jets. in a row. Yep. Are you serious? We have not seen New England. And how in is three that years? time? Wait a minute. How is Browns versus Jets time to be determined? Are you kidding me? Browns versus Jets. That's an easy one o'clock game. The Jets are a crapshoot. They are trash. Le'Veon Bell, who is a oh god, not even worth Ding the money. Dong. I mean, he wasn't even worth the money when he was in Pittsburgh. He was trash. They didn't win anything with him. Um, our bye week what? is week nine, though, Browns fans. I would like to know in the comments, how do you feel about a he bye is, week in week nine? He, Riggs, I have another interesting question for you. This is pretty interesting. What do you think about week 15 and week 16 going back-to-back, being in New York back-to-back weeks? Are they going to spend the entire two weeks in New York City? Mm, that sounds like a good question. I mean, if they're already there, why not? Just keep everybody away from downtown Manhattan. Keep everybody in the same hotel facility. And just keep your head in your playbook. And uh, I have another question. Uh, what are your thoughts about them facing the Washington football team at It's not home? even a real team. <laughs> I mean, he's not Okay, wrong. all right. Well, then, Th- all that's right. why I'm like, ah. 
my my for the first half of the The Washington Dwayne Haskins. Oh my god. Will he stop please stop talking? Okay, for the first half of the season, what I'm seeing is outside of maybe the Ravens in week one, the Cowboys in week four at Jerry World, that seems like it might be the biggest test for the Browns in the first half of the season. How do you think that'll uh, happen? Since uh, I'm predicting we'll probably be two and one going into that game. That that would be nice, you know, seeing Baker Mayfield versus Dak Prescott. Also seeing what, <laughs> seeing what uh, Mike McCarthy can do, ver- you know, versus a, a Cleveland Browns team. That game I'm going to be very interested in. I remember the last time that I remember we played the Dallas Cowboys was on my birthday back in the year 2013 or 2014, and I believe we lost that game. Yeah, what's new? So seeing the Browns play in Jerry World for, with the new head coach and our new head coach, I'm going to be entertained by that. That should be honestly the game of the week. So how were those opinion. ratings while I was gone? Was uh, it went up. It definitely went up. Someone says the dude on the right looks like Putin. That's right, moron. I just said the right. Oh no, he pointed at me. When oh. <laughs> right. His name's actually Professional Parker. Peace Vladimir out. Putin. Uh, Matt Craig said. That. <laughs> So, are Wait, you guys who, done who, with the who schedule? That? Matt Craig. Who the hell's Matt Craig? Probably somebody Parker knows. I don't know him. I don't know if I know him, but if I do... Welcome to the show, Matt Craig. Welcome to the show, Matt Craig. I don't know. Are you guys going to go into the know. schedule or are you going to... No, we're, we're, we're done. We're done with the schedule. Break. No, it's not time for break. we got six minutes left. All right, let's talk about the Steelers. And now let's talk about the Ravens. The Ravens, I think that's going to be a very dangerous team for the Browns in the Central. I mean, that yeah. running attack, let's talk about... Um, it would have been really funny if uh, you said all running, the teams and just silent all the way through, but it's a missed opportunity. Let's talk about J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is making big strides. In let's the, actually uh, talk about something camp. important. A, a, a kicking have. competition between Austin Seibert and Jamie Gillen. There's some on the line, though, with this competition. It's a kicking competition. It's not a position on the line. They're having a competition and to see... Who has the better mullet? They're growing out the mullets. He does. Between who? Putin. It's between. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you just throw that. me on a horse, shirtless. It's between Cybert like and uh, and Gillian, correct? Yeah, the the Scottish hammer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That Something r- that Parker probably calls his one's genitalia. One's a punter, one's a kicker. Okay, mm. cool. Hair con. <laughs> Seriously, that's what you're going with. Is who's gonna grow the better mullet? That's literally the only thing you could talk about when it comes to the NFL. Jeez, Peyton. But at the same time, call me a favor and let Mary Kay Cabot, a Browns beat reporter that actually tweeted that out, let her know the same thoughts that you did. But at the same time, it also shows... She has more than two hours a week to talk about sports. But it also, off the field, it's like a friendly wager amongst the two. It keeps everything going. It keeps It keeps it entertaining. You're seriously... Oh, my goodness. I'm supporting because I feel I feel it's right in my heart. That's awesome. That's like if us you four. You feel like somebody growing a mullet is right in your heart. It's it's a friendly wager of wild friends. thing. You make my heart. Okay, sing. let's say like if all four of us we want to keep the show going and okay the next one loses getting the ring has to get their nose has to get their nose pierced. It keeps it keeps everything fun. It keeps the camaraderie going. It keeps the chemistry. I don't amongst have any two things I would like to have say, none. Say exactly, but that's just an example. I just, like I just would like to make this. But that's just an example. I would just like to make this announcement now. Um, speaking of hair, when it comes to later October, I will be shaving my head for a Halloween costume. Why? 90% of your hair is already running away from your head. So I don't understand what you got to shave it for. been running away since I was in second grade. It's just st- it's stuck right there. It's, it's not even hair. He's actually saying that he's going to take off his toupee. You have a toupee? Oh, yeah, obviously. 
not not that where it's like all this is up here and then you see this little tiny patch of just stragglers just down this way that's that are funny, like That's funny because that's actually called the colic. I have one in the front and one in the back. You Cleveland Browns. Eight and eight don't sound great, but six and ten better be better this year. All I'm saying. Six and ten. We were six. The Browns. Oh. My team was six and ten last year. Yes. I thought six. I. I it's o- it, it's okay. Your your front office has structure. Mine doesn't. I don't know why you're confused. But Browns, get it together, man. I love you guys. You're no longer the mistake on the lake. Odell, Jarvis, play together. Let's get this chemistry down. Let's all gel. Let's all mesh. I'm tired of new coaches, a new system. Let's keep the same system to the, to the point where we can feel comfortable instead keep, of going into a going into a new year like up, like up. oh god who's our offensive coordinator or how good is our offensive coordinator going to be how's our line going to be let's stick with a system and keep it there stand up notice the shirt that Riggs is wearing I football helmet Cleveland I love you guys I love you to death even though this shirt's about four years old I still wear it I support you to the day I die orange or brown is what I bleed there you go. So last topic. You don't need to wear gear. So last topic. I did. did. So last topic. Leonard Fournette got released by the Jaguars. The Browns have Nick Chubb. They have Kareem Hunt. Would it hurt if they ended up running more wishbone style offense and add Fournette too? Because I mean, overall, those are top ten running backs that you have. You don't need Fournette. Full year of Kareem Hunt is going to make huge dividends this year. I think I think the running game is going to be so explosive that the the uh, the air game is going to really really benefit a lot this year. It's going to really open up the field downfield for Baker Mayfield. Do we see Jason the Browns? Jason asked a good question. What's the question? Jason Bowman. What about Lamar Jackson? Do you guys think he's going to be the number one quarterback this year? Number do you believe in the, in the NFL? My no. boy Jason. Do you believe no, in the Madden MLB. curse? What the hell? Yes, in the NFL. I was repeating the question, and I was going to answer the question. But the answer to your question, Jason, I think he would be the number one quarterback, if not number two between Patrick But if I'm a mobile quarterback, I am afraid if somebody catches him with his spaghetti legs, it's over with for you, homie. Period, point blank. But it also shows you that the game of football is not just pass, run, throw, catch, celebrate the end zone. It's, hey, let's evolve the game. Hey, let's kind of change the game a little bit. When I see a quarterback scramble in the pocket, I'm thinking, okay, he's flustered. He's frustrated. But Lamar Jackson just has that pizzazz that, oh, I'm going to get out of the pocket and I'm going to look great while doing it. That's the 2016 Chief Wahoo World. Yeah, that stinks like sweat, buddy. But So, Parker, you already answered the question. Leonard Fournette, that's a no from you, dog. Keith? No. No, I like the core that we have right now. I'd do it. I'm not a Browns fan, but I'd do it. The more running back, probably let us have Duke Johnson back. That was my Parker Pierce moment. I don't know. That was how I just cut you off and just... Already signed with Tampa. Ah. No kidding, really? I didn't get the update yet tonight. Scott, uh, Scott Newman, thank you. Appreciate that, bud. No, we did not know he signed with Tampa. So, so do that... they have... No, the Falcons have Gurley, right? So Tampa now has Fournette. Brady and Gronk, mm. and that tidbit. Oh, and Mike got a wide receiver. And yes, And that tidbit of the him being signed by Tampa is brought to you by Veterans No Sports, which you can check out on what days? Fridays. Fridays. What time? Six to eight. There you go. Good job, Perfect. Well, guys, Browns football comes back in about two more weeks. Have you seen the commercial? A football coming back. It was a football pigskin, and it was uh, zooming out, and it was playing "You Are So Beautiful to Me." 
Oh. Yeah, I seen it today, and I thought that was pretty cool. But I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. No, it's okay. No, cut him off whenever you want. The last topic. Oh, this Kirk Cousins topic? about about coronavirus. Seven to eight thirty. Kirk Cousins. Seven to eight thirty. Sorry, Josh or Scott. Josh. Scott. It's Scott, man. But anyways, the last topic. Kirk Cousins about coronavirus. He said, Keith, you'd appreciate this. If I die, I die. Is that all athletes' motto this year? Pretty should much? be. Yeah, it should be. Mainly football players. You are a gladiator. You are a warrior. A quarterback, you're the face. You're the leader of, of that whole team. Everyone always thinks about your quarterback. And hearing your quarterback say that, if I was to hear Baker Mayfield say that, dude, hell yeah, I'm ride or die with you as a Browns fan. Dude, that's awesome. Kirk Cousins. That's another thing I read on Facebook. A friend of mine said, I completely agree with Kirk Cousins, even though that friend of mine is not a professional athlete, but... You know, this man, he has a job to do. He's a warrior. He's a gladiator. He understands what he needs to do. And that's perfect, Kirk Cousins, dude. Well, on that note, catch the replay on YouTube, 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh, he puts his on right after the show. That's cool. Good job. Actually, I haven't put it on YouTube in two weeks, so this is going to be the first yeah, time. definitely put it on quicker than you put mine on. Listen. His softball's important to him and working out. Bye! No! No, 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 no. Oh. 9 a.m. Thursday, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and to quote the great Michael Wilbon, until next time, knuckleheads, I screwed it up. You are terrible. Promo code.